the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Hi, everybody. Pastor Scott Show. Are you there? You there with me? I think we lost you there for a second. Did something happen? No, I don't know. I turned your mic on, but it didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's what the guy in the soundboard says uh, when certain people are singing in church. Oh, I don't know why do nobody anything. heard your voice. Uh, you know, <laughs> I know guys who do that. They're like, I like the way uh, this guy sounds. I'm going to just turn him off. And you're up there singing and, you know, and nobody's hearing you. But you hear yourself and the Lord hears your heart. Uh, and that's good. All right, the Pastor Scott Show. Let uh, let's uh, uh, re-rack it here. Okay, so we are in the uh, what is it? Second hour, second hour of Tuesday show, and uh, it is good to be with you. The number is eight 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 five two eight two five five seven eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. You can watch us live right now on kkla dot com. You know, you are probably about to get in the mail if you haven't already your Visa and Mastercard bill. American Express, Discover, one of those bills. Maybe you've got bills from gas cards, and 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 uh, maybe you saved ten percent on your Christmas gifts because you signed up for a department store card or something like that. And the bill's going to come in the mail. And uh, so once in a while, I think it's important that we take a look at the world today and we take a look at the issue of debt. And uh, how are you doing with that? Statistically, most people are doing pretty poorly. And I can speak to this because I have spent a lot of time, uh, unfortunately, in my life being in debt, although I'm not anymore and haven't been for quite a while. But for a time, I owed Visa and MasterCard my life. You know, there are Bible verses that make tremendous sense um, when you find yourself in debt, Proverbs 22, 7, the rich rules over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. And uh, you feel like slave. You feel like you're owned by uh, those cards. So I feel for you. And uh, I want to encourage you to do something about it. And I want to give you some, you know, a lot of reasons. One of them is just personal. Just, hey, your life is so much better when you don't owe a credit card debt and you can pay it off. You actually can, that there is a way to do it. If you want to share a way that you did it or something that you've done that has really helped you, give us a call, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. You know, debt, it is something that is, uh, I think, besieging our nation with all the different things that we can talk about and all the crazy stuff happening. Probably, some people say, and I would maybe agree that maybe one of the things that's uh, most dangerous to our country is the debt. Part of it's the national debt. Uh, national debt is now 40, what is it, uh, $34 trillion. And uh, I do the math every year on this, uh, and every time it changes to a new trillion, $34 trillion, that's $46 million a day since before the birth of Jesus. If you spent $46 million every day, you still will not have spent the national debt. I mean, that's that's an incredible thing. Uh, that is a really incredible thing. But that's just the national debt. That doesn't include state debt. 
you know, California was what, $68 billion uh, deficit running this year that we're going to be adding. And uh, the debt that is there for uh, just regular people's personal debt is huge. You want to know a, a crazy statistic that the interest that the United States government now pays on its debt, the interest payment alone, if you got credit cards and stuff, you've got the little interest number, right? The interest number alone is more than the entire military budget. Like what we are paying as taxpayers in interest on the debt that our government has racked up is more than we actually pay for the entire United States military. That is, uh, it's just a, a shocking number. I feel like we, we can't wrap our head around that, right? And that doesn't include your student loan debt. It doesn't include, which I had student loan debt and uh, Biden didn't pay it off for me. I paid it off. Some of you are getting uh, that paid off. I talked to somebody a while ago who had her student loan debt paid off. She doesn't even know why. But she was part of some uh, some kind of thing that the Biden administration is doing to try to pay it off. You know, the Supremes told them you can't pay it off and you you can't. But there are some loopholes that they've found with certain people, uh, certain schools maybe you went to where you probably got scammed. And uh, that's helping you out uh, quite a bit with that. Uh, but that is something that weighs you down. Imagine what you'd be able to do without having that debt. Imagine yourself maybe five years from now, three years from now three to five years from now, and you have successfully paid off your debt. You have successfully managed your debt. And you I promise you, your life will be better. And that God blesses that, that you will find yourself in so many ways better off because of that. You got a story to share about how you have done that, how you have paid off your debt. Give us a call, 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557 is the number for for that. I think there are a lot of a lot of social reasons why it's important and governments are going to come more and more after you from a, a tax standpoint. Do you know that that our governments because they are in so much debt. And by governments I mean state, local, you know, your local governments, your city government, the national government. They got to get that money from somewhere. And uh you can say tax the rich, but the rich tend to avoid it and there's not enough rich people actually, to make a big significant dent, and the rich tend to avoid it. You know, there's a controversy with Shohei Otani, the new Dodger pitcher, who they're paying seven, what was it, $700 million. Is that what his contract is? But he did something interesting with it. He is uh, deferring it, and he's deferring most of that payment. He's going to get paid $2 million a year instead of the $100 million a year or the $80 million a year, whatever it would be, what's it, 10 years, so $70 million a year. He's deferring $68 million a year. And California, the state of California is upset about that. You know why? Because instead of getting taxes from one guy on $68 million a year, which would be millions of dollars of taxes, they're only going to get taxes on $2 million, which you probably can uh, do all kinds of stuff tax-wise and end up paying nothing. All right. So one of the reasons Dodger fans were so excited about Shohei Otani joining the team was for his contract. It has salary deferrals that gave the team money to spend on other big free agents. But the state of California is not happy about it. Here's why. So Tommy signed a 10-year deal, right? $700 million contract with $680 million deferred until after the contract expires. That's in 2033. Now, if he returns to Japan by that time, the state will not be able to tax the money, losing out on $98 million in tax revenue. The state controller wants to get rid of the loophole that allows unlimited deferrals. She is taking her plea to Congress, asking for immediate 
action. See, that's a pretty significant chunk of change there. $98 million from one guy of tax money that's going to go away. If he goes back to Japan or I think if he just moves to Florida, right? Because they don't have state income tax there. doesn't even have to do that. 888-528-2557. But they're going to go after people for tax money as much as they can, not just uh, super wealthy baseball players because there's so much debt. It's another reason for us to get out of debt. How have you gotten out of debt? 888-528-2557. Daniel in Calabasas, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott, how you doing? I'm good, Daniel. How are you? Yeah, I haven't talked to you this year, so Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> yeah, no, um, you know, so I got into, I mean, actually, I keep myself a budget. Uh, but the thing is that I caught a little bit of debt when I had, like, a snowboarding accident. And mm. then I wasn't able to work for, like, a few weeks. And I needed to, you know, just purchase things that I needed. And um, But then what happened was... I ended up uh, going back to work and then budgeting myself even more, making a more strict budget. That way I could pay off all of my credit cards. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to pay any kind of interest, you know? Right. It's just money you're throwing away. Yeah, that's just money you're throwing away. Exactly. Yeah. And so basically, I guess what I'm doing and what I've been doing ever since I was like probably 16 is um, I just figured out a way that I want to spend money, like, at first it was cash only, right? And then we moved to credit cards. But imagine, like, that's obviously imaginary money on a credit card. Right. So the banks, they don't care. They can, like, increase your credit card limits and all of that. And based on your credit score, you can spend so much money you want. That's just imaginary money. It's fake money. But if you don't have that cash, to like move it and transfer it over to your credit card bills, then of course, like you'll be paying interest off of that. Right. So what my goal is and my like teaching, like for myself is like, I'll only spend what I have as my budget or what I have in my account that I, that I know I can pay off for the next credit card cycle. Yes. I tell people that if you aren't paying your credit card off in full every month, then you have a debt problem. There is, yeah. there is something there. Then you are, everything you're buying is costing you, you know, infinitely more money. Maybe not infinite in a technical way, but it's costing you way more money. And if you have a month, sometimes you have a month, like you said, car problem or things happen, you know, then buckle down and get it paid off. Uh, if you have yeah, to do exactly. a couple of cycles, you may, you might have to, but but get it paid off. How did you keep a budget? How did you, was there a tool that you used? Because that's hard for some people. Well, I mean, so the thing is that I know that I first uh, put like, what are my necessities? So the necessities were like food. And uh, of course I have to pay for like car insurance and all that stuff that you have to still kind of, you know, pay as you go. There are things you but can't other, get out of. Yeah. Yeah. You can't get out of. And then other things would be like, Okay, instead of me going out to eat with my wife or, you know, my girlfriend at the time and stuff like that and uh, like going to amusement parks and movies and stuff like you kind of lay back for a month and like watch movies at home, make some food from home, like go grocery shopping. You can get food for the week and then you don't have to go to the restaurants in the meantime. Uh, That way you can catch up with that with that card that you're trying to pay off. Otherwise, if you continue using it, 
it's just going to keep growing, and then you'll never get out of it. And then what happens is, is then you do have car trouble or a health problem or something, and now you're in terrible trouble. And uh, that's why you don't have the debt. Uh, Daniel, are you still staying out of debt? Oh, yeah. No, now I have, like, you know, over $250,000 that is, like, you know, in, uh, like, a retirement account. And I'm having that compound interest on me. It's not in your mattress or in your refrigerator? (laughs) No, you know, I mean, some people are saying to hide some cash in your closet or something like that. I mean, I don't know. I think the dollar is still big right now. So uh, right now you're making interest and you weren't, uh, you know, a few years ago. So that's something that's that's pretty good. And I want to tell you that nobody should put money in the bank because, you're only making 0.01%. You mean like just a checking account or uh, yeah, don't, yeah. don't put, don't save money in a checking. You should put money in a bank. I thought, yeah, <laughs> or no, some, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. cause I thought I you're going to say I mean, you need to put it in the hole in the backyard, gold bars. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, you know, you can put it like in a, like in an annuity and have compound interest grow that way. Yeah. Or in a Roth IRA. There, that's something to look forward to. You know, for people who are in debt, those kinds of conversations are almost a fantasy, right? But I would tell you that it's not if you hunker down and you you just get out of debt. Then you will have those conversations about yeah, well, retirement accounts well, yeah. and other things. That's exactly right because I want to tell people out there that I only started with $100 to put into like a life insurance account. And then as you're, you know you're as you're putting it in and you're saving more and more it kind of accumulates and yeah. you want your money to kind of work for you instead of you work for your money right because it's like daniel I, wanna, I appreciate your call i want to move on uh, to some other calls this is the pastor scott show 888-528-2557 888-528-2557 how did you get out of debt what would you tell people because what, what daniel's saying is right but i think we hear that a lot what are maybe you've had some obstacles to uh, getting out of debt? Maybe they're mental ones, or maybe some other ones. You know, maybe you've got some story to share that would help someone else in a similar situation. Pat and La Mirada, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Thank you, Pastor Scott. Well, um, I have uh, I've uh, uh, income one income family for fifty four years. My wife stayed home for over 50 years, and we paid our home and apartments off and put four kids to Christian school and college, all four. And the way we did that is following God's Word. You can tithe your way out of debt. You can tithe and give your, he says, give, and it'll be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together and overflowing. And if four leopards can have meals for I don't even know how many years and then supply Israel that was being blockaded uh Food for I don't even know how many months it doesn't say, but then the two widows that are that uh, have lost their husbands and debtors, uh, they're going to debtor prison down to the last meal. And God's the God of those that are below the waterline. If we'll follow his word, we can avoid traumatic economic trials um, if we follow or we can hit bottom and God's at the bottom. But uh, I'm writing a book called Miracles in Christian Finances. Mm-hmm. I, I believe a, a, a tsunami's soon to hit Americans. And I, I would watch my paper assets because with you could be hacked in a second. And your 98.5% assets and paper, stocks, bonds, 
derivatives, uh, cash savings is is uh, at stake. So I, I would study Proverbs 23:23. It says, "Buy knowledge and sell it not." And I I just I just think that Christians uh, need to know that that we're stewards. We'll be held accountable for what we did with God's finances. Well, I think so, that when you when you realize that, you know, the Bible, incidentally, I appreciate your call, Pat. Thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. You know, it's, the Bible talks a lot about money. I hated to preach on money. You know, I just, there's controversy with, you know, somebody out there has stolen money at some church and, you know, you feel like, oh, here's the, the giving sermon again. And But then I'm convicted by uh, somebody who pointed out to me how often it's in the Bible and how much you have to preach on it, but you have to recognize that it's there because it's practical. It's there because actually every person is in one way or another struggling with it. And imagine if your church was, if everybody in your church was out of debt, imagine what your mission giving would be. At that point, imagine, you know, you said, uh, Pat talked about tithing and giving 10%. There's a, a good principle, too, that if you're giving, getting out of debt, something that's true is you will get out of debt faster if at the same time you're getting out of debt, you also develop a habit of giving. It's an interesting thing because you, you want to break the habit. You know, one of the habits of spending more than you have, you want to get to the place where you're, you're, you're giving more than you're, you know, you have enough to give. And you do that at the same time. It it matters a lot. And then you find out you're out of debt and you're also a giver, a generous person. And I do believe that the Lord uh, rewards that. You know, the reward is not about giving you some kind of uh, ma- mansion, you know, or some fancy car. It is about doing the right thing. I think that and, – and part of the the truth of the world that we live in right now is that uh, this is a time where there is – um, significant concern about uh, where the world is headed. I'm not sure that we're, you know, if there's that the huge kind of crash that some people talk about, well, then probably everybody's in trouble, right? You're going to need uh, bullets and water uh, for your currency. But I don't think that we're we're there. But whatever is coming, if you're out of debt, you're going to be in much better shape. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. If you want to join the Pastor Scott Show, tell us how you got out of debt. Was there something that you did or something that was hard for you, but you finally did it and it really helped you get out of debt? Share that information with people. Uh, I think that you know right now people are getting their credit card bills for Christmas and some people spent too much. And uh, or maybe you plan to spend that much, but now you got to pay it off. And the the scary thing is that you get into trouble when it's a small amount. I got into trouble in debt, and for years I only carried between about five and six thousand dollars in credit card debt. Um, and you know you think, well, that's a lot, but it's not terrible. If I hunker down, I should be able to pay that off somehow. But you know what? I wasn't paying it off. And then over the course of a couple of years, I had some terrible things happen. I bought a car that was a terrible lemon. It was just a horrific, horrific, terrible piece of machinery that, uh, you know, I finally wrote all kinds of letters about uh, asking for towing refunds and a lot of jokes about it. And uh, the car was like, it had so many things wrong that the dome light went out on the top of the car, but that was fine because the fixed engine light was always on, so it always lit up the cabin quite nicely. And uh, there was glue that on hot days would ooze out of the back window and just ooze down the side of the car. And I called him about that. I said, I got this ooze coming out of the back window of the car. 
And I said, and I've noticed it on several other models of the same car. I said, I'm afraid to drive behind people on the freeway who's got that going on because the window's going to come out. And they actually said, they said, well, there's too much glue in there. When the right amount is left in there, it'll stop doing that. And I said, how is it going to know when the right amount of glue is left in there? And that's how crazy this car was. And the, the mechanical problems were, were insane. Well, it, it put me in tremendous debt, that car. Uh, and then I started, my student loans became due all of a sudden. Some of you are going through that right now because you haven't had to pay on it because of the COVID rules for a while. Now you do. And it's impacting you. And suddenly that $6,000 became $30,000 very, very fast. And then it was a huge deal. How do you get out of debt? The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. This is the Pastor Scott Show. We'll be back and take your calls as soon as we return on the Tuesday edition. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. How can switching to an electronic currency help? Now we have in Europe this threshold above 1,000 euros, you cannot pay cash. If you do, you're on the gray market. You take Mm -hmm. your risk. You get caught, you are fined, or you go in jail. But, you know, the, the, the digital euro is going to have a limited amount of control. There will be control. You're right. You're completely right. Mm -hmm. We are considering whether for very small amounts, you know, anything that is around 300, 400 euros, we could have a mechanism where there is zero control. But that could be dangerous. The terrorist attacks on France uh, back uh, 10 years ago were entirely financed by those very small anonymous credit cards that you can recharge in total anonymity. That is Christine Lagarde. She's a French politician and lawyer, but she is also the president of the European Central Bank. And she's talking about European rules about digital currency and the move away from cash, right, where everything will become digital at some point uh, is probably where that's headed. And there's a lot of pushback. That's why she's talking about whatever limits they can have. That's the scary thing about digital currency, by the way, and I think uh, has biblical implications to it at the end of the day or at the end of time that uh, your your digital money can be controlled by a government out there. So some of the pushback is, well, some people people should have some flexibility, right? And the way people are getting around it. And and the reason why the the money will head that way eventually is not because there's some tyranny out there that just wants that. That will probably be a result of it or could be. But uh, the reason is terrorism is one of them and crime is that one of the ways that terrorists are – making their money is by the little credit cards that you can buy that uh, you put money on like the gift cards right and uh, it's an incredible incredible scam have you noticed that a lot of places where you buy gift cards now like those visa gift cards you can't just pull them off the shelf and go pay for them they're they're behind glass behind the register and it's because what's happening is is thieves can go in there they can basically take a photograph of the barcode on the back and then as soon as you buy it and it's activated they spend it before you even get home to take it out of the package i stopped my dad from getting scammed once did you same yeah, kind of thing uh, he called me one day and asked me he was like hey this guy called me and said i need a amazon gift card oh yeah all of that's a scam 100 percent scam when people are doing that 
And I was like, no, no. I was like, don't do it. And he's like, why not? He's like, Some, something about a refund. And I'm like, no, don't do it. Yeah, no, it's everybody listening. It's it's all a scam. I dealt with some people doing that, and I called the FBI. The FBI has a guy in Colorado who deals with that. And he told me that the money's probably not even staying in the U.S. He says that it's almost always foreign agents, and it's the fastest way to get money out of the country. Jose said he got scammed like that. Yeah, I think we got scammed recently because I bought one of those a few months ago, and uh, then there was nothing on it all of a sudden. And we actually got a refund, but it took months. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 888-528-2557. We're talking about debt, actually, and uh, how to get out of debt. And one of the the reasons, there's so many reasons. There's biblical reasons. There are uh, your own health is a reason. I can tell you I became a more healthy person when I got my debt paid off eventually, that there's just so much pressure. And I know how you're feeling if that's there. So how have you been out there to help people get out of debt? 888-528-2557. Uh, Jeremy in La Mirada, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi. So what I did when I had a couple thousand dollars, wasn't much, maybe five or six, is I used the cash method. I don't know if it has a technical name, but you would have different envelopes and put cash in it. The envelope know, method. Food, I think they call it that, the envelope method. Yeah. <laughs> so that really helped. And then once you reach zero, well, you got to start thinking outside the box. Even if it's food, well, then, you know, you got to get some coupons or food pantry. Mm-hmm. But um, that really helped. And then I would think about my grandma. Well, what would my grandma do in this situation? Because she didn't have much money. And she would just laugh when it came to entertainment. I would right. think if she, if she said, you have an envelope for entertainment, oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is that? You know, I think the hard part is that we, we move things like entertainment or our Starbucks coffee or whatever into the needs category instead of the wants category. Amen. And also, for me, it was psychological because I wanted everything instant. I want instant gratification. I didn't want to really work for it. I didn't want to, you know, get that, wait for that paycheck. I want it now. So as soon as I learned to live within my means and just be, you know, a better steward with my money, I was able to get out and stay out. Yeah, and stay out. And that is one of the big pieces there. Jeremy, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. Yeah, the envelopes uh, are a great way to do it. You can do it digitally. You know, if you're good at uh, spreadsheet or something, you can have like sort of digital envelopes and you just look at your bank account online and say, I'm not going to spend it. But you got to be disciplined. All of it comes down to discipline and moving the things that are needs into making sure you really need that. Because there's a lot of things that you don't really need. One of the ways that uh, we got out of debt was we drove crummy cars, like really crummy cars. The car that I was driving at one point I got for free because it was a piece of junk, but it ran, right? And the the moonroof leaked water, and the passenger door didn't open. And so I'm dating Christy in this car. I knew another reason I knew she loved me is she dated me in this piece of junk Nissan Sentra, and she'd crawl into the driver's seat and then over into the passenger seat because the passenger door would no. I couldn't get the door for my wife because uh, it doesn't open. And uh, but I'll tell you what, it got me from here to there. You know, no car. And we have not had car payments now for maybe fifteen years. Uh, that's a great when you don't have a car payment. Uh, you know, it's a pretty good deal. I got. I ended up having car trouble. I ran over something on the freeway. Did I tell you about this where I. Uh, I uh, had a flat tire, and then there were three of us who had a flat tire. This happened over Christmas. And um, I hit some piece of metal, and it was bad. I thought I wrecked the car. It was that bad. I couldn't believe it. 
I got the tire changed and everything. I drove around on it for a while, but I could tell it wasn't quite the same. $2,000 cost me to fix that. But I'll tell you what, I have no car payment. See, but that's worth it. See, I, because I have no car payment, yeah, my car is, you know, 11 years old, 12 years old, but it runs, gets me here. And then I had an accident happen, $2,000, but you divide that by 12, what's that, 180 bucks a month. Uh, that's bad. better than your car payment. 888-528-2557. How did you get out of debt? Carlos in El Segundo. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Carlos, Hello. you there? Uh, go ahead. Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead, Carlos. Yeah, so I'm by no means a a finance guru or nothing, but um, I I think it's just like financial literacy is a huge thing, and mm. sometimes some people grow up and they get into debt or they take on school loans like I did and wasn't really paying attention to the interest that was accumulating. You know, it would have been great if I could have gotten more or anything forgiven on my school loans, but, um, you know, I had three years of no interest building up. And so, um, luckily, I got some cash in my bank, and I made some very big deposits at the end of last year. So I think, like, it's really paying attention to that interest that's growing daily. I think it was, like, $5 a day. So it's, like, it doesn't do you no good. If you don't have the money to pay off the loan, that's one thing. But if you have money sitting in the bank, you might as well pay off the loan because you're going to be losing it anyways. And I think the other thing is, some people don't realize, um, you know, they might, most people just work a regular job. They're not high income earners. Um, and if they are, they probably not in debt like that. But, um, I think one thing that helped me was that it's easier to maybe negotiate or take a job and earn an extra 20,000 because you're not going to save 20,000. So I think like that's kind of helped pull me out of that. And mm-hmm. I still have like 7,000 in school debt, but I paid off 24. So good for you. Um, good for you. You know, uh, I got lucky. I just happened to get some cash, and I used it. And I stayed living below my my means as well. well. And, so and you mean, know, that happens. Sometimes people get an inheritance, and instead of spending off debt, you know, they go on a trip or something, but then they lost that opportunity. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go on a trip, but it'll be, you know, a shared trip with someone. So Yeah, well. So I think I'm already older, so, I mean, I take the party late on all this financial literacy, but... But, you know, I think if somebody else can can realize just to pay attention to how much interest is accruing, that might motivate you. Like, yep. heck, I'm spending five, ten dollars a day on this stupid loan. I need to pay it down. You that's know right. What I mean? It does help. And that's I think uh, that's great advice there, Carlos. Thanks for calling the Pastor Scott show. you got to track your income. You just have to track it. You got to know where it's going, and see, and that that might frighten you. You know, sometimes we don't want to know, right? Sometimes I don't want to know with how much I'm spending on that. You got to know, and if you do, it will help you deal with that. And sometimes it'll just frighten you, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm spending that much, but it'll change your life. Uh, real good advice there, Vicky and Encino. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, um, Hi Vicky. Pastor Scott. This is Vicky. I've called you a few times, so. I've- Spoken with you. Um, great show. I appreciate it. Um, how I have become uh, debt-free, um, the scripture, um, uh, the scripture Romans 13, um, let no debt remain outstanding. I'm, I'm not hearing you too well. Speak right into the phone there. Oh, the scripture, um, let no debt um, remain outstanding except for the continuing debt of love, which was Romans 13, 8. Yeah. I, constantly, constantly quoted that, and I 
And I say it every day in prayer. And I knew my goal was to get debt free. So I kind of did something kind of funky. And the only way you can do it is if you have um, really good credit. Um, and that's just for people who have good credit. If you if you don't want to pay on credit card debt, get the cards, um, not debt, but the interest, get the cards that you can do like a year and a half with no uh, interest. And so that really helped because I didn't have a ton of debt. I had about $5,000. And like you, I would get used cars. The bad part about used cars is that you have to keep fixing them, but I never had a, I didn't have a payment on a car debt, which was really good. And so I would just pray and ask God to really help me. And so I ended up with like, hmm, two other part-time jobs. I work for LAUSD and I work for two, uh, have two other part-time jobs and that money, I, I was able to save um, just extra money to be able to pay when something happens. Then I have this emergency fund and I started trying to put into the emergency fund and took a course for Dame, Dave Ramsey and I read a couple of books about finance. So you were, I'm going to have to go to a break here, but you were, you were proactive. You, you decided I'm going to take some steps here and get that done. Uh, Vicki, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. And that's one of my encouragements for you today is don't, don't, you know, just fret about it. You can take some action and get some help. We'll be back as the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show. We're talking about uh, debts, that time of year when you get your bills from Christmas time spending and and uh, taxes, of course, coming up. And, uh, you know, I want to encourage as somebody who has been in tremendous credit card debt uh, myself, that kind of consumer debt, and who is not in it now. There was a whole lot of things that we did. My wife uh, inherited that. My, I, you know, there's so many stories. I'm telling a lot of stories about Christy this week, but uh, you know, she married me, and I brought in a bunch of debt into the marriage. She had never been in debt dime in her life. She never heard that word before, and uh, I introduced her to that. She helped me deal with it. You know, one of the things that she did, she became. This was several years ago now, but remember they had those um, crazy couponers. Right. The people who were like, like Christy never did the dumpster diving, but she was close. Right. I think I had to talk her out of that one time. But she did so much coupon shopping that she was one of those people that she would go to the supermarket and buy food and they would give her money and the food and she'd spend nothing. She and she would send me to the store with these lists and I had to do things in the right order because if you got into that, you know, you get that little coupon that prints out sometimes after you buy something. Well, there's a way to predict what that is, basically. So you buy something, then the coupon prints out and then you use that coupon on your next purchase, which is right there and buy the thing and you get the coupon and they used to have double coupons. They used to have all kinds of stuff and some stores, they got rid of all of this and it's because of my wife. They got rid of all of this, but they used to treat coupons like cash. And if you used a dollar coupon for something that was 75 cents, they'd give you 25 cents back. So you'd actually get the item plus 25 cents. And one time she sent me to, uh, it was Albertson's at the time. And uh, I go, I guess it's run by a guy named Albertson. Probably shouldn't always say the name of the place. But uh, I go in there. There's nothing wrong with that place. I go in there and she sends me this list and it's all like laminated. And I'm not allowed to go against the list. I have to do things in the order on there, which is hard for me. Because when I go to the store, I just want to grab it and throw it in the thing and I'm gone. Um, I guess, you know, when we were in a lot of debt, I'd get in trouble for that. 
Uh, and if I bought something that was not on the list, you know, I'd go to Costco and then uh, one of the sample ladies would, would give me a vat of hummus or something and I just couldn't help it. I'd bring that home. So what, this was not on the list. Uh, you got to stick with the list. And then you had to stick on the list, stick with the list. So I go to Albertsons this time and I bought $42 or something worth of food and I got it for free plus another seven bucks. Like they handed me the food and $7 out of the register. People gathered around and wondered what kind of magic I was doing here. And I said, I have no idea. I'm just following the instructions here for my wife. And that's the kind of person she was. She had this coupon binder that was so huge, she needed its, it needed its own shopping cart. So we'd go to the store with two shopping carts. I'd push the binder around and she would uh, get the food. And they got to know her in the uh, checkout lines and they would open up a brand new line just for her. Because if you want to have some idea of what eternity is like, get in line behind my wife at the supermarket in those days. Uh, You would be there forever. And the stores knew that. And uh, anyway, that was something that was hard. It was a lot of work. We had to order a lot of newspapers. I think we got four copies of the L.A. Times every Sunday. And we got four copies of uh, the San Diego Union Tribune every Sunday because of the coupons. And we sat there all day cutting coupons. And um, it, but it saved a ton of money and it was work, but it worked. I had a uh, former coworker at another job who would go out and I guess she found this lady who'd collect the coupon pages of every newspaper. Oh, yeah. Or she had like a contact at L.A. Times or something and they would get a bunch of the coupon pages and they would just sell stacks of those. You, yeah, oh, yeah, people started selling their coupon stacks, Yeah, right? Well, because uh, – and people go to like all the coffee shops and, and steal. You know, there'd be a stack of newspapers that you buy. They'd steal the coupons out of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, all the time. All right, 888-528-2557. What did you do to get yourself out of debt? 888-528-2557. David, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Well, I, I have a comment here. You know, one of the – I'm, I'm not in debt, but I have good health insurance and a good income. But I can tell you one thing. One of the most common causes, according to the Federal Reserve, is health care debt, which you really don't have much control over. Yeah, you don't. And that's um, uh, it'll it'll wipe you out. Health care debt. It definitely will wipe you out. So that's a problem in this country. My son has diabetes. Fortunately, I can afford the insulin and it's no problem. But an insulin vial is one hundred and thirty dollars. You know that's a lot of money. Oh yeah, it's crazy. And when you go into health, when you go into healthcare debt, especially hospitals and a lot of medical groups, they can take liens against your car, against your house. They don't let go of that debt, so it's a very pernicious kind of debt. So you know, I think uh, improving health insurance coverage for people is one way to protect people from going into debt because I think it's a very common cause of going into debt. Yeah, obviously overspending is and gambling. Is kind of things. But I think uh, health care costs cause a lot of people to go into debt and then they have to resort to credit cards to pay for daily expenses and they get into that vicious spiral. That's right. It's it, it's one of the reasons to not get into the credit card debt because you never know when you're going to have something like the uh, medical debt happen and it could happen. Uh, it's a huge problem. And you're right. There's and, and, and I want, thanks for calling, David. I think I want people to know too, if you're in debt, don't feel like you're a bad person. You know, everybody's struggling, struggling with it. And maybe it's your fault. You know, for me, most of my debt was uh, the initial part of it was my fault and spending money on things I shouldn't do or or not paying it off when I had the opportunity to pay it off. 
right? Um, and then I got hit with um, student loans coming due and car problems and other things. And, and maybe you're in debt because of healthcare and stuff like that. One thing I'll tell you is that if you do have like hospital debt, call them up, you know, ask for the payment plan. You'd be surprised. This happened to us twice where they actually cut it, the, the amount we owed so low. One time we owed $4,000. And I said, I need a payment plan. And they said, okay, we'll give you a payment plan. They were very open to that. And they'll probably take whatever you can give in a lot of ways, in a lot of circumstances. Uh, and I realize some people make, you know, you it's tens of thousands of dollars of debt you might have from a healthcare thing. But ours is 4000 And they said, we will pay off the account if you can give us 2000 now, like 50% off. And I said, yes. And we worked out how to do that, uh, save $2,000. And then the second time when that happened, the same thing. And a doctor friend of mine said, he says, oh, it's because hospitals are strapped for cash. They just need the cash. There's too many people who can't pay their bills. And uh, they would rather have the $2,000 of cash from you than the $4,000 over a few years uh, that they might not see anyway because of bankruptcy or something like that. Hey, if you're listening and you you want some help, there is uh, something for, for ladies out there. It's called the Proverbs 31 Women's Financial Workshop, and it's coming up on Saturday, January 20th. You can learn more about it at kkla.com. It's at Lake Avenue Church in Pasadena, so you can probably get there from anywhere in uh, Southern California, actually, in an hour and a half, two hours, wherever you're, you are, and it's worth it. It's fourteen ninety five. Sometimes you got to spend a little money to get some help, but this is help. And uh, it's hosted by our own uh, Donna Rush, who you hear on KKLA here in the morning. And the keynote speaker is longtime KKLA financial advisor, uh, Tom Meglia, I think is how you say his name. And uh, he's going to give a two-part address on practical steps on creating a money makeover. And, you know, one of the things I think that people need with this is just some help, just some advice, just some ability to say, where do I even get started? You got to get over that that you know initial fear even of getting started i think i had some of that but eventually you do that and there is help available so if you are a woman this is a woman's event it's called the woman's financial workshop the proverbs 31 women's financial workshop it's saturday january 20th 2024 and nine o'clock in the morning at lake avenue church in pasadena easy to get there lunch and parking are included 1495 you can get your tickets at kkla.com just go to the front page there scroll down a little bit you find the banner uh proverbs 31 women's financial workshop if you are just in that situation, I promise you that there's something about paying off your debt. There is something about getting your finances in order. Number one, it is spiritual. It is the right thing to do. The Bible is very, very clear. Jesus taught on money all the time. And it's because how you handle that is going to affect so much of your life, including ministry, including your ability even to give at church, your ability to give generously to somebody who's in need. You know, you're, There are so many things that that happen in your life when you get on a better path. And that path where you're at might be right now, I just need to get to a place where I'm spending uh, less than I'm bringing in every month. And maybe, but eventually you get to a place where you're like, you know what, I'm actually doing okay here. And you might have to make some sacrifices. You might have to sell your car and, and, and drive that crazy car like I did. You know what? It's totally worth it. It is totally worth it. Maybe you can't go out to eat. Maybe you can't do the movies and all of that stuff. It's totally worth it. In fact, there's health benefits because that stuff's probably not good for you anyway. Uh, and when you start giving at your church or giving somewhere, um, at the same time, you might say, "How should I? why should I be giving when I have all this debt? It's because you also develop a habit and an understanding of giving. 
And I do believe the Lord blesses that. So I want to encourage you to just take that step. And I'm somebody who has been there with you. I've got long stories of of how I tried to manage the debt. It used to be, I think now you put a check, if you write a check, it's instantly comes out of your account, right? There, are, That's instant. But it used to take three or four days. And I used to draw a line through the numbers at the bottom of the check or, or peel off a couple of the numbers as I peeled out the check and write the check because then I knew it took an extra day. I got an extra day to cover that check because somebody would have to hand do it at the bank. It wouldn't work through the machine. There were all kinds of stupid things that I did like that. And I'd pay off one credit card with another one and and uh, all of that. It was a terrible way to live. I know some of you are there. Uh, I know a lot of you are there because I know what the statistics are. My encouragement for you is ask God today. Just say a prayer. Hey, God, uh, help me have the strength and the wisdom. Ask God for wisdom for how to get out of this. Um, maybe you're in a situation where bankruptcy is necessary because of medical debt or something. You might have to do that, but you want to avoid that if you can. Most of us, we have consumer debt that seems overwhelming, but we can pay it off. Get it done and uh, use some helps if you've got it. The Proverbs 31 Women's Financial Workshop, again, you can check that out at kkla.com. It's coming up on the 20th, Saturday, January 20th, uh, and do that. And I can tell you what, my life, my family's life, uh, you know, money's not, uh, you know, just flowing, you know, on our growing on trees in our house. Um, but whenever a crisis comes, whenever the car breaks down, whenever something happens, we are not in credit card debt anymore. It took a couple of years, a few years, but we did it and we've maintained it and it's totally worth it. And the Lord blesses it. This is the Pastor Scott Show. We're on every day from three to five. Thank you so much for listening. You can get the podcast wherever you get your podcast just by looking for the Pastor Scott Show and click subscribe and you can send this to a friend of yours who you know is in debt and uh, and check it out. You can also follow me right now on social media at Pastor Scott Show. See you tomorrow, everybody. Have a good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.